So, welcome to FPL Faf with Jez, Jack, and Jim. I'm Jez. I'm Jack. And I'm Jim. And Jim is apparently very confused about what his name is. <laughs> Correct. So, basically, basically, we're just going to talk you through... I went through, every, like, everything a, a to suspense. You know, You're a already interrupting. I'm not even through the introduction, man. That's how I roll, man. <laughs> oh That's how I roll. God. Welcome to FPL Faf. Go on, James. Tell us why we're here. I have no idea. You just called me up and be like... Oh, Jesus Christ. Jim, come on. We need you to talk about shit. Um, And yeah, here I am. And talk about shit we shall. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk through everything FPL, basically. We are all avid FPL enthusiasts. Uh, Myself, I'm a solid 14th place. Jack (laughs) is always atop the table, so he's here for that reason. And James, I would say, is a pretty face. Uh, well, no one can see that. People have to use their imaginations. By the way, yeah, Jez being 14th, there's also, there's only 14 people in our league, so, yeah. This year that was less. important to add in there, Jim. I was hoping I was hoping <laughs> someone was going to do that. It had to be you. <laughs> this, this year, there's going to be less people in the in the league, so, you know, I'm, I'm getting, I'm going at the table. He's deliberately stopped people joining the league just so there'll be less competition. Look, man... <laughs> There's, there's only so many years in a row I can take it, like losing, <laughs> losing out to people who, who don't look at their team for like three weeks straight. Man, come on. I mean, fair. I mean, it's really ben, fair. Ben, me coming off the coming off third sub, just it makes me so angry. Well, it's either that or people who triple captain Antonio, who scored four goals last season. In the, yeah, you know, I wonder who would do who that. Yeah, Jesus, I, don't know. I can't remember. I think the, was it? Was it the guy that finished top? You are the most undeserving prick also, that has ever lived. How? How? Like, that's just, that shouldn't even be a thing. That's, that's, you know, that's worse than me bringing Henderson on where, you know, he turns up oh, for d- one week, for one week of the whole season, Henderson turns That was dirty. <laughs> there were about three games where he was just an FPL kick. I don't know what <laughs> happened to him. He's, he's gone from, he's gone from that sideways centre mid dynamic player into someone who's just scoring and assisting goals for fun I mean, that was a it was short lived and we knew it would be but funny he nonetheless the, he was the year 8 that got promoted to the senior team because they had a couple of injured players and they were already getting smashed and the coach is like <laughs> you know what do, do what you like exactly. without a doubt uh, yeah I don't know how that happened I don't know how I saw how like felt that you know he was going to be a turn up king you, you um, know what you didn't feel shit you got lucky <laughs> Maybe, you know maybe. I, I changed my mind. You're both bricks. Correct, yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm a solid second, um, you know. Um, Jack, you know. Fourth fin- place. I finished third last season, actually. But, you know. Yeah, tied third. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same. But they fucking snaked. It's all because of cap- not captain KDB at the end. Like, man. It, that was like, the end. I mean, dude. Don't, don't, don't talk finished. to me about captains. Like, we we looked at this together. The last eight weeks straight, my vice captain outscored my captain. Like, come on now. Not be funny. That's they harsh. should that, that should automatically change, you know? Like I reckon it should, you know. It should. If the vice captain that you have chosen scores more points, then it should flip. Yeah. Uh, honestly, without, that without doubt. that would save so much heartache. That that would make me that would probably stop me from quitting six times each year. <laughs> <laughs> but, st- but we still continue and yet here we are going into more detail here and we are. more dead but let- I just want to m- make a further point it's like I finished 
on the last game week of last season the most points. I got like over 100 points, I think. And um, and I still didn't captain KDB. And that yeah, that's brutal. screwed me. And I'm still bitter about it. And I'm going to keep saying about it. I'm going to keep talking about it to make you all aware that there's been injustice. Injustice. James, you've been struggling with injustice your whole life. Like, imagine, imagine growing up in Liverpool and being forced to support Everton. Which was exactly where I was going to go to next, because I, it, not quite FPL, but I think it is always good for inevitably are, are millions of listeners listeners in time who would <laughs> want to subscribe to our podcast just to understand us a little bit better and the way in which we come, you know, what angle we come at. I think it might be good just to talk a little bit around who we support, um, kind of uh, who, who we're a little bit more affinity towards. Jim, we already found out that you are the blue side of Liverpool. The um, only side, the only side of Liverpool. <laughs> that is correct. And, um, and, you Jez, know, I, and Jez, who is your team? So you may not know it from the accent, but yeah, I'm a Liverpool supporter. He's from the upside down, you know. He, no one can understand and what he says. Or well, like, I mean, you know. you're from the north, James. Like I'm, you know, I, I've, I've got my translator sitting next to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, sure, but so to, yeah, to give know. some context to to that, the upside down is Australia. It's not the uh, the Stranger Things. Well, it's you know it's a little bit like it that, might, as well, be, yeah. might as well there's, be. Yeah, there's big ass spiders and you know everything wants to kill you. So yeah, I mean it's not the right way up. I'm just throwing it out there mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. all our Australians out there. So just just like Everton is not the right way up in terms of the table. Mm, <laughs> I mean, we did have a dog shite season, um, but I'm season? like decade, you know. Um, <sighs> Fucking brutal, brutal. Let's not talk about Everton, even though I'm super excited with Rodriguez and Alan. I, I, I feel like I feel like Jack's getting his feelings hurt here. You know, he's he's just asked us a question. We're just like, you know what? Fuck you. We don't care who you support. <laughs> <laughs> so for all all of our um, hundred thousand million listeners, uh, Jack forgot to put his phone on Do Not Disturb, and he switched off his audio recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is going on right now. Do not disturb. I like that. Which is brilliant because we didn't want to know or care that you support Arsenal. You know that is my team. Yeah, d- d- to be honest as well. You know, it, you said you were out for like thirty seconds. We didn't actually notice that you were gone. <laughs> no, how bad is that? <laughs> well, I was just too. Uh, I was too embarrassed. I knew we were going to come round to to Arsenal, and I think the FA Cup win last season was the only thing that salvaged what was. A quite frankly awful season um, so mm. I'm going to keep quiet on who I support because I can't imagine we're going to have a better season than we did last but that's my team that's no, my you, angle you, you can understand will. as we go through our teams you, you, you'll get a feeling as to where I'm coming from I hope so Jack here's, here's a question for you do you think Aubameyang is going to hang around he is going to hang around and I think he's going to sign a two year deal and it's going to be announced in the next two weeks that is my uh, that's my hope whether it will happen or not, fuck knows. He will stay. Yeah, I, I, like where, where, where would he go? Who's interested? Ooh. I mean, everyone. Service. He, like, he just needs a service. But like, you know, he's solid, and I'm, I'm like super excited that he is now a midfielder because you know, with yeah. the points that he got as a striker, he will, he's going to be really close to you know Mo and and and, and De Bruyne. So, so I, was, I was, I was looking at this, I because. You know, with the amount of clean sheets that Arsenal kept last season, 
plus the amount of goals that he scored. He, obviously, he gets an extra point for every goal that he scores as a midfielder. He would have been right up there with De Bruyne. He, he would have been like within, I think, five or six points of his total. And everyone was, you know, raving about him. And everyone was like, oh, Aubameyang, shit, get him out of your team because he only turns up one every three weeks. But you know what? I reckon this year he's going to be the most valuable player. It's such a game change. This season is just an absolute... It's a minefield. The, the midfield options are... It's, I mean, you, you compare that and the forward line. It's just, there's too many. You can't have <laughs> yeah. them all. You've really got to start to pick and that's when things get interesting. Let, let's let's get straight into it. Like, what, what are your teams looking like? What are teams looking... I'll, I'll go first. It's been... <laughs> I've changed my team so many times. Yeah. Um, since, uh, since, since we first started. My midfield's a bit of a mess. I'll start at the back. Um... And I can see a lot of other players have gone with a similar tactic with either Ryan or McCarthy. I've yep. gone for the Brighton stopper. And I've gone for him because I feel like they've really enforced um, at the back of the season. Veltman's been a good signing. They got him very cheap. Mm. Uh, ben White had a standout season for Leeds. He's going to be uh, I'm sure he'll slot right in. No, he's he's a nice, solid. absolutely, very easy replacement for uh, for Duffy, who's gone on loan to Celtic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll do a lot better this season. And I've also gone for Jed Steer as my second keeper. I don't expect him to play, but I actually had to do a bit of research on this. I went back to last season and I looked at Nyland, who yep. was, he came in and he deputised for a little while. Mm-hmm. But I think if Jed Steer was fit and actually had a decent run of games, I think he would have picked him to that second choice. So... I, I think so. I'm hoping that because Tom Heaton is injured and yeah. there's no immediate return for when he's going to come back, I feel like Jed Steer is going to get the number one spot, which I'm hoping might be a bit of a, a lucky coup. If not, it's a huge mistake and he'll be changed in my in my wild card. But, I guess but they're the two at the back. If, if not, I mean, you've still, got, you've still got Matt Ryan anyway, and I think he played all 38 games last season, you know, He's he's a tough guy, but the thing is, obviously, because he's from the upside down too, you know. Yeah, that that's one thing. <laughs> that's one thing, and it's also a very big thing. But do you really see Brighton keeping a clean sheet against uh, against Chelsea? You know, first game, absolutely not. Back with the with the yeah, spending but- and the fit, and you know the people that you know that Chelsea have brought in, like they are gunning, gunning. No pun intended about being a gunner, but like gunning to to you know to a title or definitely silverware this year, Chelsea. So like you do not spend that kind of money and 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 expect you know what a nil nil, you know. I, I think you're spot on. I think you're spot on. The the only thing I'd add to that is you can't ignore the save points. And I'm going to yeah. throw Nick Pope into this, and he was obviously standout last season. Mm-hmm. He got a, he got he got a shed load of assists um, to his credit, but a lot of his points were made from saves, and then the subsequent bonus that comes from that. Yep. And I feel like that's got Ryan written all over it. And yep. we saw Nick Pope. I think his value went up a million from the start of last season to the end yep. of it. Yeah. I, I can see Ryan doing a very very similar thing. He will. Yeah. Do you know what? I I made a huge mistake last season because I had Matt Ryan in from the start, and I was like, oh, I, I'm a genius, and he didn't perform the first couple of weeks. And I was like, mm, I'm going to get him out. And as soon as I did. He turned into a certified turn-up king. He did. He did. <laughs> he did. Um, so I, I guess um, for, for, for anyone listening, if if you hear me give you a suggestion on who to pick because they're in my team, don't run. do that. Do run. not do it. Literally, run, do the opposite. Run, run. In fact, get the person that he took out of his team 
um, yeah, and get them in because Triple they, captain straight up. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, I am probably going to get Ryan back in without a doubt. At the moment, yeah. I've gone for McCarthy just because I'm looking at fixtures. Yeah. Um, because that, that's it. Like Palace, they're probably not scoring against Southampton this first game. Yeah, I mean, like even I mean, Palace at home, but you know, they are not looking like a strong side this season. No, I like Palace. Don't get me wrong, I like Palace, but like uh, Southampton like or a machine, and Ings is going to fucking score. He's just going yeah. to score. So that that brings me to the, to the next thing because I think it at um, you know the last few weeks when we've been developing our teams at some point. We've all had Danny Ings in our side, but like Jim, you and me, he's gone. Yeah. Why? We, I have we, no know idea. He's gonna, we know he's going to score. We know that he will. Why is he not in our team? I don't know why he's not in there. Why is he not in there? Why do you, I, do you know what? I can tell you why. Um, because of all of the new midfielders. Because, you know, Jack just mentioned before saying like you know there's so many more midfielders which means we have we can't have them all we can't have you know them up front and of our favorite midfielders the turn up kings that they're not we have to choose and it is going to make it more interesting and the fact that i want a turn literally a turned up midfield which means i've gone bare bones and like up front i just can't justify you know a decent price, you know, 8.5 is he, um, Ings? Yep. Like, I mean, that's solid. I would have him up front because the thing is, he is going to turn up and he is exactly. always going to score. I loved I loved him last year for, what was he, 7, 7.5, something like that. Yeah. I don't know if I love him for 8.5. Like, you know, I'd rather have someone like Mason Greenwood in the midfield, 7.5. Without you know he's going to be starting every game this season. You know that he's going to be playing up front and you know that Manchester United are going to be playing well because they're going to get the service, you know. They got they got Vanderbeek just come in, who's going to pair with Fernandez, or if he doesn't, it's going to be Pogba and Fernandez. Yeah, you know, watch out. Yeah, it's going I to think be- the interesting thing about Ings, which it doesn't necessarily go for Ings, but actually the rest of the Southampton squad, you look at their you look at their fixtures um, and the ratings that the the fantasy league gives you. They Southampton have got a very very nice run up until game week nine. I think the hardest shells the, the hardest fixture is Chelsea away. Mm-hmm. Within that, they've got a sea of green fixtures, um, which I think would be a really really great opportunity not only for Ings but someone like a, a Walker Peters or um, you know arguably a Bednarek, someone like that. You know they they were able to shut out teams up ne- uh, last season. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that again this time around. Um, yeah, totally. I, I think. I mean, who's how, how's your, how's your defense looking? What's the what's the score there for both of you? So that d- depends. Are you asking me yesterday or are you asking me today? Because <laughs> I'm asking your your current state of play, Jez. I mean, it so, changes on an hourly basis. Man, look, I I've been sending Jim photos pretty much on on the hourly with six changes each time. In fact, you change you what in 24 hours you made 11 changes. 11. <laughs> changes in yeah. <laughs> 24 hours for fuck's sake mate just pick there, there was one player no sorry mccarthy as well but there was one player on my outfield who didn't change and that's a <laughs> very mean, nice fair. but so Thing my, is, my answer is i don't know <laughs> no <laughs> I, I i toyed with the idea of getting trent out and just you know utilizing that everywhere else i thought about trying to get um werner up front but you know what for seven and a half I think Trent is actually worth it. If he has if he has a season even like half the same as last season, 
You know he's going to get assists. You know that Liverpool are going to get clean sheets. Well, you don't know about that, you know. Well, I think they do. They might win, sure. I mean, James, reluctantly, they might you, win. But the thing is, remember, they're not going to keep a clean sheet every single man, year. Liverpool have to play Everton twice every season. That's at least two. <laughs> Outrageous. <laughs> Outrageous. Um, well, I'll take you through mine anyway. I've gone. I've gone. I've, I've gone fairly light, I think, because um, we've talked about it a fair few times. I'm looking at my midfield mm-hmm. beyond anything. So I've gone with. Uh, there's been a lot of talk around him. I've gone for Ty for, for Tyrick Mitchell mm-hmm. at the back. Yep. Um, Van and Van Aanholt even is out mm-hmm. for a little while. For how yep. long? Um, is is on a bit of a ticking time bomb. Mm-hmm. I've gone for Trent because I feel like if you don't. You might as well just say bye to winning anything. I think he's yep. that important to the way the Liverpool play. Mm-hmm. He is expensive, but when you compare, he's the same price as James Rodriguez. I mean, it's a no-brainer who you're going to pick. Trent is a bonus point machine. Yeah, I Absolutely. think it's a given. You have to have him in, without a yep. doubt. I actually looked at getting him and Van Dijk, but when I started to do the maths and really wanting to get a strong midfield together, it becomes a little bit difficult. So I've ended up just... Alexander-Arnold is my only Liverpool defender... I've also gone with Douglas from Leeds. I think he's nailed on the left back. I'd be surprised if they get anyone else in to replace I, him. I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I'm surprised by that choice because what, what is he? Four point five. He's yeah. a four. He's always oh, at four. Okay, he, there we go. Is he a four? Shit. Douglas, yeah, Barry Douglas. He's a budget pick. He's he's yeah. someone who you know. Are I'm you playing him? Plays, though? Cause, are cause you playing him? Yeah. Are you playing him? Like, are you are you relying on him to show up and play every week? So I'm playing. I'm playing. For, not every week. He will be playing in my first game week squad, obviously, because City and United are all out. Mm-hmm. Um, but he will, he'll be in my squad. Hope, well, if he's playing, if he's starting to Leeds, who got a decent number of clean sheets last season, and he's nailed on a left back, get the odd assist here and there, he's someone who will probably stay with me. Um, two more. I've got Ben Davis at left back. I think, um, I think Danny Rose hasn't got a chance at Tottenham anymore, obviously going yep. out on loan. To Newcastle. Yep. Don't know if you guys have seen the all or nothing thing um, program on Amazon Prime, but the relationship that he has with Mourinho is an absolute mess. So I can't see Danny Rose is going to be is going to be in the fold. I think Ben Davis has got he's he's probably locked that down for the remainder of the season. And then I'm still not I'm not concerned. Sorry, I'm not um, I'm not sure about this choice. I've gone for Vinagre at left back, okay. and I saw that Wolves have signed Marcel. Yeah. From I think it was Leon, I believe, can't remember. Mm-hmm. But what you've got there is someone who was he was a very good understudy for Otto, and I was a little bit hoping that he was going to come in and be the person who could really grow in, up into that position. He'll be a starting Premier League left back at a really really good price. But I'm slightly concerned by the new signing and whether his limits will be numbered. But he's in there at the minute. He's a nice price point at four point five, and as we saw last season, Wolves' defense is fairly solid. So I, I was thinking the same thing, and you know, all of the scouts on the app uh, are basically saying the same thing: get him in. But I, I just I don't know if he's going to play. And you know, for for four and a half, I feel like there's some decent backs out there, especially this year from teams like Leeds and and I mean even West Brom and some pr- pretty pretty attacking defenders as well. And I feel like there's there's better value than someone that you're not sure if they're going to play. Also, Wolves. Wolves, their first few fixtures are not great. You know, I'd be I'd be looking towards. Well, I'll just I'll just tell you who I've got, and then we'll see. So my my back four consists of Trent. I've got Dallas from Leeds. Um, 
I've got also Eiling from Leeds because I was looking at the stats and those guys were racking up some goals and assists last season. So I imagine that they're going to be involved in it. Um, I think Dallas is even... Yeah, he's even more of a midfielder than a defender. So he usually plays a little bit up. Uh, at the moment, I've gone for Doherty because you know what? He was he was great for, for Wolves. I feel like he's going to be absolutely marauding in that position for Tottenham. And I mean, Tottenham are just a better team. So they're hopefully going to get some clean sheets as well. And I've got Walker-Peters rounding it out because, you know, going the other way from Tottenham, he's a good player. And, you know, as we said, Southampton, they're going to be, they were a good team towards the end of last season. I think they're going to be strong again this season. You know, they're, to be honest, I'd be looking at like sixth, between sixth and 10th place for them. Nowhere near sixth, but they'll be, they'll be in the mid, they'll be in the mid round of the table for sure. Um, I think it's, but, so basically, I just think they're going to be nowhere near the relegation zone. Um, it was just interesting, Jack. You were saying that um, you know you've got Dallas. Was it Douglas there with uh, with Trent? You know that one of them is going to have a clean sheet, and the other one you you automatically have pretty much guaranteed you're not getting a, that many points for. They're not going to get a clean sheet. Or mm-hmm. do you think Liverpool at home to Leeds is going to be a nil nil draw? I don't think it's going to be a nil nil draw. I'm actually starting to think a little bit for the long term here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to play my wild card too early. That was a mistake I made last season. I yeah, played my yeah. wild card in game week three. I should have waited to at least game week seven or eight. Yeah. So what I'm trying to do now is future-proof myself for doing that a little bit later. What's really, really difficult is, um, and we'll get onto it later on, but City, particularly City and United, not playing in game week one. Mm-hmm. And, I, and we'll go through the rest of my team in a bit, but that's really messed me up because I wanted to try and factor in getting them in at some point soon, yep. but not wanting to jeopardise game week one to be a write-off because I haven't you know, thought about it properly. So it's more of a balancing act. Um, so when you, when you talk about Douglas and um, Luke Ayling and you know, Dallas, they are great picks. I, I, do think, I do think Leeds will do well this season. I don't think they'll do a, a Sheffield United, mm. but I think they'll be... I think they'll be comfortable. I don't think they'll get anywhere near the relegation zone. Um, And a lot of that is going to rely on, I think a lot of that's going to rely on um, not letting goals in. And they've got a good, good squad, um, good manager. I think there's, there's some, there's some potential in in their defence there. Yeah. I like that you've, that you're thinking long term and I guess you have to, but also, yeah, City United, all the, you know, some of the biggest players in the game, um, aren't turning up and you need a strong start we all know you need a strong start and like last 100%. season we actually all had a very strong start and then it did start to tail away because there were some unpredicted results that we would just never have foreseen you know mm-hmm. you know in regards of Sheffield and Southampton and the, and, 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 and the like you know Wolves had a great season I think yep. Um, you know, players that mixed it up, that kept it a lot more interesting. And, you know, I had, I scored some of the lowest times that I've ever, ever done in the whole of like playing, you know, FPL only last season, literally, literally last season, which... Um, yeah, man, last season was very strange for a lot of reasons, but yeah, I'd, so I, I would say one thing just generally, like I, I definitely want to get some City players in as well. But I don't want to go that hard on City. Like, I'm definitely not going to have three players in my team at any one point. Cause Pep's rotation fucks Pep, us all. Pep's rotation. You know what? I've Both of you guys are pricks. He is up there. <laughs> <laughs> Pep Guardiola, get out. 
please leave. He's the worst manager for FPL. He is the worst oh, manager. Shall we get into the one of the more exciting parts of this call, I'm sure. What is your midfield looking like? <laughs> um, Correct. So I, I, I've been tossing... Well, I, sorry, sorry, Jim. No, I'm just going. no go, so I, go for it. I, I've been really tossing and turning on this because, you know, I think this season with some of the players being reclassified as midfielders, I think that's where all the points are at. So I'm, you know, personally, I'm planning to go huge in my midfield and just live with it up front and at the back a little bit. You know, I've got three three defenders that are all 4.5 4. just so that I can finance a bit of midfield, you know, expense. So at the moment I've got I've got Sun for Tottenham, I've got Mo Salah, Aubameyang, Pereira, and I've got Greenwood sitting on the bench because I don't want to have to transfer him in next week. But I know 100% the two transfers I'm making at, at the 90th minute of the first game. Yo, you know, two transfers, minus four points straight away. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> oh boy so straight away Mo Salah and uh, Heung-Min Sun they're going to leave for Fernandez and Kevin De Bruyne like that's that's not even a question snakes are us is what that is um, correct <clears throat> yes um, do you know what mine's very similar to the point of even to the point of I showed you my team and you copied it exactly um, yes incorrect <laughs> I mean it's changed on countless times I can't keep up with you man but like yeah, you know, if you don't have a Bamiyang in, I think just get out right now um, yeah. in your midfield. Um, and obviously, you, you've got to think of fixtures, 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 fixtures. Yep. And Salasan, you know, um, I'm not going to name the other two. Um, <laughs> um, Snake. Yes. Um, but no, I'm very, very excited about, you know, this one I've got in. And... And I'm hopeful, you know, I've taken a risk. Um, do, do you know what, James? Do, uh, Jim, don't don't tell us. Just just tell the listeners. Yes, I'll just tell the listeners. Uh, well, basically, I'll tell you my formation and the reasons why. Um, I've gone for a 4 5 one. Mm-hmm. And if you really think about it, on average, you're going to be getting more points at the back and in midfield. Um, especially if it's going to be a clean sheet. So... Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they'll get more points if they score and they'll get the extra bonus points and they'll have, you know, a clean sheet bonus. So I am just going to play on averages and you bet it that I'm going to be playing a five man midfield throughout the whole season. I think it's exactly the way to play it. I think this season, you know, you look at a Bamniang, Rashford, Greenwood, all of these players who were really, really safe bets up top last season that's all been flipped on its head um, I think if you're not having five in your midfield constantly it's a dangerous position to be in. it's a risky one could pay off there are some good strikers still in there but kinda, as we all know yeah. go on Jim no no I kind of don't want to be saying this you know because you are going to benefit from having a five man midfield throughout um, like yeah there are I have seen some some teams uh, where they've put three up front and it, there's just no point. There's legit thing is, it, no it, can, it can pay off like one week, but like, you know, if you have a week where all three of your strikers don't score, you've got six points, you know, because that, that's it. They're not going to benefit from a clean sheet. There's, no, there's none of that. They're not getting any bonus points. If you've got a midfield, they, they can they can dig in, maybe do a little bit of defensive work. Or if, if your team gets a clean sheet, you know, they'll get the, the clean sheet bonus. So Jim, who is who is your midfield if you're willing to share? 
Um, so yeah, I've got Aubameyang, I've got Salah, I've got Son, um, all full of fixtures. I do think Arsenal are going to beat Fulham, even though I do think they're going to put up a little bit of a fight, um, but hopefully not too much. Um, I, I feel like Fulham are going to roll over and get smashed. I don't know. I think Mitrovic is going to score. He is going to get Look, booked. M- Mitrovic, um, Mitrovic is an island. He exists solely by himself and has nothing to do with the actual game. They can be getting absolutely <laughs> smashed 6-0. He, yeah, he's, he's just fucking around and doing what he feels like up front. He gets the ball and he'll ping one in. He'll be like, oh, yay, goal for me. He doesn't care about the team. He's just there for himself, you know? But yeah. He exists as as an entity by itself. I hear you. And the thing is, um, you know, Aubameyang was quite inconsistent last season. And yeah, he did turn up. But it all depended on, on, the, on the game. And you couldn't really depict because either if it was home or away... He could play shit, so it really, you know, it's a it's a gamble. But, yeah, but the games, the games where he was on, he was really on there. Yeah, you know? it is worth it. The thing is, like as as Jack was saying, you know, the the Arsenal won the FA Cup. That's fucking huge. But um, you know, they did have a dreadful season in the league, and um, yeah, you got to think things turned around like mid season. They they got Arteta in, and instantly it was much better. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I think they. Arteta's the man. Arteta's the man. Legend yeah. in legend, legend in the old Goodison faithful. But you know, he's been great. Um, he's, he's been phenomenal for us. And, you know, and like, that will only continue into this yeah, season. I'm sure. I reckon Arsenal are going to clear out some of their some of the dead wood as well. Maybe get one one more player in. I, I reckon Arsenal are probably looking for another defender. You know, because mm. I mean, you've got they need Louise. But they can. Like, they can't keep on, it. Man. Get get Louise out. He's useless. But also, like they yeah. they literally can't keep a clean sheet i mean that's how i felt last season um, and j- just to throw it out there if you're listening to this podcast and you have david louise in your team stop listening to this podcast <laughs> just like get we, out. we don't want you anymore get out. Um, <laughs> to be fair the only listeners is going to be me when i'm half caught pissed up listening back to whatever this is and that's going to be our only our only viewership so um here's cheers to you know future jim listening back um um i hope you have another one on me um but (laughs) (coughs) uh, but yeah i i so you know i'm trying to look at the fixtures you know and i've gone i i think chelsea's got to be brighton so i've gone in on werner um, um, you know, I, I really wish Everton will do Spurs at home, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, so that's why I've gone for Son, um, because you know, last season he just—if you want to talk about consistency, like consistency—he he has it. He does have it. For me, he's one of he's one of the best players to have ever touched the Premier League. I think yeah. he is fantastic. Um, it's so much so that I've got him in my midfield. Um, yep. We've also talked him to... in though. You know, are I you going to do keep... Jez and swapping him for Fernandez? I will be keeping him up until uh, probably game week, the start of game week nine, because then they've got. I remember this. I was having a look at the yeah, City and Chelsea ago. and Arsenal. They've got yeah. City, Chelsea, and Arsenal. So I'm I'm quite keen to take him out <laughs> before then. Um, but there's eight very, very nice fixtures. I think Tom uh-huh. will have a good season. I think Mourinho's got the team where he wants to, which pains me to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Son will do very well. I think, I mean, I've, I've obviously got Aubameyang and Salah as well. I think I, I toyed with Mane for a while. Yeah. Um, 
who actually, to be honest, has been a lot better in preseason. I, I haven't really been impressed either, to be honest, by Salah or Trent. Trent been, being injured has really played, which is yeah. a slight concern as we go into the new season on, on Saturday. But um, I can't, I can't not choose Salah. For me, he's been the absolute mm. mainstay in my team for the last three seasons, and there's a but part. It's, it's pulling on the heartstrings there. That's the, it. The, the other thing that weighs into it as well is like Salah's on pens. Mm. You know, he is it, on pens. Even if he has a he bad game, pen. and this this killed me so many times last season because I was I was with Mane for most of the season and it did pay off. But like towards the end, Salah he would have an absolute garbage game. He would do nothing. Penalty, bam. What I love though is that you took Mane out for Salah to then Salah went off in one game injured oh. where Mane took the penalty and scored. And oh. <laughs> I was oh, that, so happy because you deliberately made that change because Salah it takes the pens and um, it just you know it just made my it made my day it made my week and I was just very grateful that you uh, your pain in that. Just about the only respite <laughs> I got last year I think was when everyone decided to triple captain Mane when they had the double game week and he didn't play the first game <laughs> and then came on and got booked in the second game. Jack, oh. uh, who did you triple captain on the first double oh game God. week? Um, you, We both got like, what was it? Four points? Fuck's sake. Six at most? I can't remember. No, no, was, he only got one, so it would have been three. <laughs> we got three fucking... <laughs> oh. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why I'm laughing. That was uh, that was me as well. It was brutal. Um, brutal. And to, to finish off, my, I should have started him because he is probably the best midfielder to grace Premier League actually in the last 10 years. I've got Harrison Reed in my midfield from Fulham, who's really? a lovely, lovely 4.5. Um, who was there last season. He was in the championship. Uh, he'd done well. He was on loan from Southampton. I think he will be a mainstay. But for me, I, I look at him like Dale Stevens. He's going to rack up 70 points for the whole season and just to clamber a couple of points, if you really need it, he'll always be there. Yeah. So he's going to be my 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 fodder on the bench. Third sub extraordinaire. That's a great show. Absolutely. Great show. And I've also gone for, um, and I've seen, I, did, I didn't realise this, but I had a look at the percentage of people who have picked him. And I'm even now, because I've heard the news around coronavirus, but I do have Thomas Suchek in here from West Ham, who uh, he, he's actually currently self-isolating at home, away from the squad. But we're talking about someone who was formerly a defensive midfielder. He's now moved into attacking midfielder. West Ham's fixtures are horrific. I mean, to, to name a few, Arsenal, Leicester, Wolves, Tottenham, City, Liverpool, all in the first seven games. Um, it's not pretty. But he is someone who I'm, I'm actually planning on exiling from my team probably in week three um, to, to fund some future midfield talent who I can imagine... All of our listeners will know it's not around the five million mark, but more around the eleven point five mark. Um, but hopefully that will come at a later date. Mm. I'm just checking now. Rodriguez is on the you know it, on he, the he system came in now. Seven point five, didn't he? He did. He did. Interesting. Oh, see, Interesting. On, on the face of it, I'm like, okay, seven point five. That's that's not bad for someone who's probably he's going to turn up. He but will. He will. I'm also looking at that and I'm like. Is he going to turn up more than Greenwood will with United? The answer is no. Well, like the, the answer is no. It, it just you is. don't know that, but I'm with you. I hear you. It's most That's, likely, you I, know, I know, Greenwood's already I, proven. I, you know, I, um, I think seven. I would, I would definitely choose Greenwood over James Rodriguez and, and see how he gets on. Yeah. I think the interesting one, which has only happened in the last 
probably since the start of this podcast, to be honest, but Ducure has signed on a four-year deal. Mm-hmm. And he, depending on how much... For Everton. Yeah. For Everton, yeah. So depending Ooh. on how much he is, I know that he was someone for Watford. He was always that kind of interesting £5 million midfielder who actually ended up getting forward quite a lot and, and scoring and assisting. If yeah. he does a similar kind of role for Everton, I can't imagine he would, obviously, with... James Rodriguez just signed, but he'd be a very, very interesting player to look at. Um, so he's not registered as a midfielder for Everton yet, um, unless he is actually a defender on the system. No, I, I, he'd be a midfielder for sure. Mm, well, no, he's, he, so. it's not been updated, so yeah, he has yeah. to be a midfielder. Um, I guess tune in for the next podcast to see whether he is a midfielder <laughs> or a defender. That's it. A question I'm, on everybody's lips. I have thought out. Eight, you know, over eight million. Um, that's all I'm gonna say. Have for... you? Oh, you've got Havertz. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's yeah. I was I was gonna ask about Havertz. What, what do you reckon? Because yes, I re- I really want him, but again, I I come back to like my my gauge is Mason Greenwood. Yeah, but know, he's, he's not he's not playing in the first game week. You've said you've you benched him. Yeah, I have, but like, so the thing is. If if you are not getting both Kevin De Bruyne and Fernandez in week two, you know that's that's similar to having David Luiz in your team. You know. <laughs> so remind me, James, who who are you taking out to fund that transfer? You're you're, you're thinking of it's, taking out Salah. It's yeah. going to be Salah and Son. It it has to be. The thing is, you have to choose between a Bamiang or Salah or a yeah, Salah and, and, and look, Ke- I, Kevin De Bruyne or Kevin De Bruyne or Bamiang. You can't have all three. And if you have, uh, send me a picture. I want to see <laughs> who else you've got in your team. Because I see, I, I briefly did that. I had oh, I, I had um, Salah, Mane, Son and a Bamiang, which would have then turned into De Bruyne and Fernandez coming in for, for Mane and Son. And the rest of my team was almost non-existent. The thing is, like we have gone big, but the 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 whole point of this is that you know it's all about you know the underachievers or you know the 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 ones that we don't see turning up, Correct. and and you know we all need the bargain. We all need a bargain, and the best thing about FPL is finding that bargain. And last season, without a doubt, it was Lundstrom, um, yep. where he was the only player that was. Through in my team the whole season, even though you know he, he was injured towards the end, I just felt like I needed him in the whole season. And yep. the first game week last season, fourteen points straight off the bat, and like, you know, who is this year's like bargain? That's a good question. So I mean, for so th- there's a couple of answers for me. I think um, Pereira from from West Brom. Yeah. I was looking at his I was looking at his stats, eight goals and I think it was seventeen assists. Seven, what is his price again, Jen? He's, yeah, uh, he's six mil. Six mil. Because mm. he's he's running out my midfield and you know it's it's a bit of a gamble, but also I'm like, you know what, he can't go from seventeen assists to zero just by moving but up also, to Brown. You know, he'll he'll be if, involved if, in if, it. I was gonna say and, and and if he can't make that jump you're able to downgrade him for a bit of, you know, even to someone like a Suchek or, yep. I, I don't know, anyone who's a 5 or a 4.5, and you've actually banked yourself a couple of a million yep. there to like move somewhere else. Immediately, um, I'm, I'm looking, if uh, if he doesn't do what I want him to do and Saka's playing for, for Arsenal, you know, he's going to come straight in, save me 0.5. I didn't. The one, thing, the one thing I've always learned from 
FPL. I, I just want to make a point around price changes like that. So we've already we've, we've already talked about the midfield being strong enough, and you know, ideally having four, maybe even five if you can afford it. If you have one up top, and you all of a sudden want to have two up top it's very, very difficult to change that. You almost need to get rid of two players to fund that one change. Absolutely. So it's really so it's very, very smart to have two good strikers, four good midfielders and four good defenders. A, a classic four four two that you can pivot around. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a really smart move from you, Jez. If you if, if Pereira is injured or he doesn't fancy in the Premier League or whatever, you can always downgrade him and shift this somewhere else. But it's harder to do that if you don't have kind of mid budget players like him in your squad to start off with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a very good point. And it's a point that I am not going to be taking advantage of. I am all, I, I am definitely only going to stick to one up front. I've got two budget strikers. I've got Brewster and I've got Davis um, mm-hmm. with Werner. And, you know, if anything happens to Werner, you know, he's, he's, he's you know, it's 9.5. I'm going to be able to do a like for like swap. But I, I don't, honestly, I'm not, I'll bring Ings if he's turning up. Like that's going to be the most likely, or even Richarlison. It really depends. Like um, See, Richarlison, I, I don't know, man, because last season he was classified as a midfielder and he did pretty well because of that. But this season as a striker, I I think he's a bit of a waste of money. Honestly, I think if he's turning up, I'm going to bring him in. If Werner isn't, which you know that's not going to happen, but like there's there's better options for you know. 8, yeah. 8.5, you've got Ings and Jimenez, 8 mil for Richarlison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, come yeah. on, man. Well, yeah, fair. But, like, I think it's going to be different this season. I truly believe that. Um, I also want to mention that, you know, the West Ham and Newcastle game, um, I I think that, again, mm, not sorry, West Ham, but also sorry. Uh, Newcastle, I think they're going to dick on them. I think they're going to dick on them. And I, and I have got... Lascelles, I might have butchered his name, um, in defence. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, good move. Um, oh, this week, James pronounced his name poorly. Yeah. I mean, every single week. <laughs> Not sorry. Um, James, James, who's that uh, Who's that Chelsea defender? Um, Cesar or something? Oh, fucking hell. Azkilopeta, right? Is that how you say it? <laughs> Azkilopeta? <laughs> Fuck's sake. Well, he's got the hardest name to pronounce. I don't know. Um, Azkilopeta. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> solid, solid. Um, but yeah, and also, what is it? St. Martin um, for Newcastle as well. He is going to be, he's like... St. Maximin. Yes. St. Maximin. Yeah, that's it. That's oh, it. Geez. I mean, I'm not got his name up. I'm just trying to remember what his fucking name Yeah, I'm so bad with names. Anyway, um, yeah, he's going to be a turn-up king. Um, I think Newcastle are going to do much better. Also, with Wilson, do you know what? I take it all yep. back. I'll take Werner out for Wilson. Um, no Things question. that I did earlier today. Yeah, <laughs> you did as well. You did. Um, yeah, that's a very at, at smart 6. signing. 6.5 Wilson is... And that's, brought, that's very attractive. And Fraser coming in, that's that's very smart, I think. Straight um, up, Bournemouth, Bournemouth link up. Yeah, sorry Bournemouth, but you know... Because Bournemouth didn't have a shit shit team no, last season. They, no, they, not they at had all. injuries. All of their best players were out. You know, King was out for a while. Wilson was out for a while. Fraser decided to be a prick and not play. So, oh god. So Fraser is the lowest form of life. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh. Imagine, imagine being a multi millionaire and and letting down the club 
that you pay for that you play for that is paying you exorbitant wages. Oh my god! Well, we don't know the ins and outs, but no, I, I hear you. No, the thing is, it's, they were just very unlucky. They were very, very unlucky. I, I do feel for Bournemouth. I feel like they should have they should have stayed up, but you know, um, they were I, they were so unlucky. And so I, I so unlucky. really, really wanted to see Aston Villa get relegated again. I don't know why, <laughs> but I did. <laughs> There's going to be no Aston Villa fans listening to this, but okay. Um, <laughs> That's fine. Grealish is the man. He saved them. He saved them. Literally, he, he got the last... Like, Jack, we were talking very early on. Like, we, we always knew that they will be fighting for relegation, and if they were going to stay up, it's because of Grealish. Um, mm-hmm. The guy has just got so much fight. He's relentless. He's just going to keep going and going. Again... I would have him in my team, but he's not in there. I'm making some very poor choices. There's so many people that are going to turn up that I have not got in my team, and I do not know why. But it's changing all the time. Like I was I was flicking on Twitter earlier. Um, Ollie Watkins, is he going to be a player as of tomorrow, potentially? 30 million to Aston Villa. An extortionate transfer fee. Is that someone that we're going to want to look at? I mean, how many goals did he score? 26 goals last season? So the, the answer is yes. Um, He's definitely someone you're going to want to look at. For six Ka- million? Callum Wilson. Sure, six will Exactly. Six and million. we were talking but. completely. I'd, I'd be interested. Yeah. I'd, I'd certainly have a look. We were, talk, we were talking about Callum Wilson the other day. You know, 6.5 before the price was announced. 6.5. Interested. Seven. But even probably still worth looking at it. Any more than that, hmm. I'm it's not a, too fast. But yeah. he's coming at 6.5. And for me, I, I'm, I mean, I haven't it. talked about my strike force. I'll get to that. Scorer, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I've, I've, I've personally got. Um, I've really like having two good strikers. So I've got Werner and Martial up top. That's um, huge. That is huge. Martial I, I is a turn up king. Um, and and yeah, I think when I look at United and their front line, and I look at Fernandez as as good as he was last season, I think he'll continue that. But I think I'd still rather Martial. I think this will be the the se- wow. he, he, every season he's been in the Premier League. Every single season that comes on, he looks like he's getting better and better. I, I think after I think after the project restart, he was fantastic. For me, he is going to be United's player this season. I can see him getting 20, 25 goals in the Premier League. Um, and I want him there. Martial is an interesting one for me because half the time he looks world class, and then half the time he looks like he doesn't want to be playing. You know, I, he he definitely did turn it around, and after Project Restart, he yeah he was class. But before that, I I was like, why have I got this guy in my team for what was he last season like eight and a half or something like that? Why have I got him in my team to make one run per game? <laughs> he wasn't worth well, it at the start of the season. Not a chance. he was at the start of the season. I think that Rashford was was arguably a better choice, and he'd done very well. Um, but we've seen what happened as soon as they brought Bruno into the squad, and yeah. not only has he changed the culture, but he's changed the way that they play. He's been a great signing. I think the yeah. only thing that makes me slightly curious to make a change is actually getting rid of Werner as a differential because it feels like everyone's got him mm-hmm. having someone like a Wilson or a Mitrovic or let's see what Ollie Watkins can do still keeping Martial but actually shifting Suchek into a Havertz because I, I think when when the season's Ooh. done and dusted 
looking at Werner and Havertz, mm-hmm. I'd like to think there's not too much of a point difference between the two of them. I mean, Havertz is, is one of those players where he can play left wing, right wing, he can play in the hole, he can play up top. I'm not like, saying that I've got both of them. I'm not saying I've got both of them right now. But um, no, I'm, I'm with you. Also, I just want to mention is that we haven't talked about the golden boot from last season. Have any we of haven't. Them? And it's no, we And haven't. it's worth it. It's worth talking about him. He's come in at a price point, which for a golden boot winner at 10.5, and there's another player who we need to talk about, and that's Harry Kane, both of which are the same price point. Um, Kane's a steal for 10.5. Kane is a steal for 10.5. Absolutely. I I think he'll be right. He might even be golden golden boot winner this year. And for 10.5, Harry Kane's always in the conversation for golden boot. He just, he tends to get injured once a year for like six weeks and that sort of takes him out of it. But you know what? when he gets injured you just take him out no no absolutely harm done. and not too bad because you got someone like Son waiting in the wings who's mm-hmm. just going to completely and Lucas Moore like, both, both of them will turn it up both of them will turn it up Bergwijn as well he I think he's going to be solid this year you know he didn't he didn't really get quite as much of an opportunity as he probably would have liked last season but you know when he came on he he looked dangerous he's coming I, in I think I 7.5 his... you know completely I remember his. I remember his debut. He scored at Chelsea. Was it? He? he scored on his debut at Chelsea. He was, beautiful goal. He was excellent. It was a beautiful goal. It was a great strike. I'm hoping he's got a good uh, for Spurs' sake. Anyway, I'm sure he's going to have a good season. Who? How do we think game one? Game, game one's going to go in terms of fixtures um, and predictions for for the scores. Right. Shall I, I just read out the uh, the do fixtures it. and we'll, and we'll just gonna, like rattle off a result? I will shout who I think will take it each time. Go on, do it. <laughs> okay, so Fulham versus Arsenal. Arsenal. Yep, Jack. Right, Jack. It's got to be an Arsenal. Got to be an Arsenal. You're I always with Arsenal. Even even though Fulham's at home, I'm I'm sticking with Arsenal. I I feel like Aubameyang's going to bag at least once. Mm-hmm. All I'll say for this fixture: the last time Arsenal played Fulham away, mm-hmm. we won five one. Yeah. yeah, no, it was four or five one, right? Yeah, I want that to happen again, but uh, Fulham I, not to score. I definitely right? think Arsenal's squad is stronger since then as well, and Fulham's is probably weaker. Mm, yeah, you you. Possibly think so, yeah. All right, next one. So we've got Palace and Southampton. Southampton all the way. I think, um, honestly, there's going to be a lot of... Um, I don't know why I'm going for away wins, but like honestly, I feel like Southampton will do it. I know. I, I, I'm i going to agree with you, but like you know, our golden rule for fantasy is fixtures home over away. Yeah. But also, you've you got to think, without crowds, it doesn't make as much of a difference. Mm. So there's, there's going to be some upsets away. It's the, 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 the home advantage until they get some fans back in the stands not as important as it should be yeah Jack what do you think Post I, I agree I'm going to be three out, three out of three and go for Southampton uh, I think it'll be 2-1 yeah I just I'm not convinced by Palace and to be honest I think Hodgson yeah. will be the first to get sacked yeah um, I think they're, they're in big danger of going down Palace have got a seen lot them. of injured defenders too mm-hmm. a lot of injured defenders I haven't seen them do enough in the transfer market to get me excited about no, them I feel for them yep. Um, I think uh, Southampton have a fantastic manager, Ralph Harson Hootor. I think he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got a great goal scoring innings, and um, they're they're smiling up at the defence. I think that they're a good they're a good team, and, and actually one to watch actually this season. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I think I think Southampton this te- this season are going to be almost like Sheffield last season. They're going to be the ones with some cheap players coming in who are going to do bits yeah. and be fantasy legends. Yeah, I think so. West Ham, Newcastle. Newcastle. Honestly, I know they're going to be away again. I think they're going to 
honestly, I think they're going to turn up. I think they're going to have a much better season than last season. With like I said, what like we've just been saying, like with Wilson coming in and Fraser and the like. Um, honestly, I don't think West Ham has done enough. Um, and yeah, Antonio did save them last season, and you know, yeah. they've. I think they're going to still keep Declan Rice, I believe. Um, and like it's going to be a close one, but I I truly feel it's going it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a brawl, but I think Newcastle are going to pick them. So this this is an interesting one because Newcastle have been absolute garbage in their preseason games, but they've got those two new additions of Fraser and Wilson, and that honestly I think that's enough of a difference to make it up. Mm-hmm. West Ham, I think West Ham are going to be toying with relegation this season, just like they were last season. They. They need to make some serious changes to their team. There's there's not enough up front. There's not enough in the middle of the park. And there's certainly not, not enough at the back for me. Mm. I tend to agree with you. I feel like if you look at the squads, apples for apples, you're assuming that Newcastle are going to win. I think that would be... That's kind of the obvious choice. I think West Ham are at home. They've got a point to prove. I don't like David Moyes, but I feel like he can rally the players. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm going to go for a draw here. I think 1-1. One, one. Okay. I just yep. want to point out that it sounds like you're having a shit there with that echo. Um... Not a shit, but a piss for sure. <laughs> <laughs> very, very interesting. Just thought I'd mention that for everyone listening. Um and our one listener has stopped listening. <laughs> That's me. I've already tuned out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep. I passed out. Literally. Oops, sorry. Um, oh, yeah. Who are oh. next? Okay, Liverpool right, and Leeds. Liverpool Leeds. Yeah, I think, I think you know, Liverpool will do Liverpool at home. You know what? They haven't been playing great recently either, but you just got to think that they've still got enough to beat Leeds. I think this is going to be, I'm going to throw it out there, probably one out of maybe three fixtures. I think the home side is actually going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think Leeds are going to score, though, to be honest. I think they're going to score. I mean, I hope Leeds win, to be fair, even at a cost to, you know, my FPL. Yeah, but um, the thing is, like, it's not going to cost you anything because everyone's got Trent. You know, if you lose a clean sheet, everyone loses a clean sheet. And yeah, most people have sold as well. But yeah. That too. I think it's going to be 3 1 Liverpool. I do think Leeds will score, mm-hmm. um, but I do think it's a Liverpool win. And for the sake of all of our fancy teams, I'm hoping that Trent gets all the assists and mm-hmm. Salah gets all the goals. Yep. Mm-hmm. West Brom, Leicester. Leicester. Yeah. I did have Barnes. Uh, I did have Barnes in my midfield for so long. For so long. I'm still toying to get him back in. Wait, you got Barnes out? Oh, no, no, no. Barnes is still in. Barnes is still in. You are a snake. <laughs> I think they're going to turn up against West Brom. I think West Brom are—they're going to bring it, but like I don't think they've got the, you know, the power to, you know. I've got this down as a three-nil Leicester win. I wow. think it would be an absolute dominance. Mm. I think Harvey Barnes would be a really, really good player. How much is he, Jim? Seven. Yeah. Seven. Seven. Bang on. I um, think he will be. I think he will be a very shrewd acquisition to your team. Him, um, Paris, and then there's Vardy. Um, yeah. Yeah, and the thing is with Leicester, like they they got a little bit fatigued towards the end of last season, but now they've had some time off. They're back into it. I think they're going to start really strong. You know, later in the season we'll see, but I think particularly at the start they're going to be full of goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Tottenham Everton. I'm I'm not going to comment. Sorry, Jim. This one's this one's a Spurs win, and it's probably going to be quite an emphatic win. I would like. I'm thinking three 0 I would Maybe like to think, you know, because Everton can do away uh, really well. Um, 
and like you know you can't we we fight we fight until the end and like you know the not necessarily last season but like if it we were the champions and it's not very pretty to watch but we were champions of a late goal right at the end to get a 1-0 uh victory and so I mean, I want to play better football than that going forward, but like, and I think we definitely will. Um, if we play open, we're going to get ripped apart at home, uh, you know, away to Spurs. But, you know, I think we're going to, you know, you know, because like our defence was just shocking last season. So, you know, with these new acquisitions, with Alan coming in, um, you know, I think think it'll be interesting to see how how they shape up in the midfield whether they can actually get to to gel with each other or whether it'll take a little bit a little bit of time yeah um yeah i don't want to comment i mean i've I've got a son in there just because someone who doesn't want to comment you just went off on a a nice little three minute monologue i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop i want everything to win i'll comment i i I think i think it's two nil tottenham win Mm -hmm. um and i think it's going to be a fairly straightforward one i think they'll play very well I think Son will score from a Harry Winks assist and Doherty will get an assist on his debut and a clean sheet and he'll set up Harry Kane to wrap, up the, to wrap up the win. I feel like that's just right on the wall there. Okay. I've um, changed my mind. It's going to be 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Brighton, Chelsea. Chelsea. Yep. It's, Have I think to. Have for me, to. It's, it's going to be Chelsea 2-0. I'm I'm intrigued to see how Adam Lallana is going to do. I think so. We haven't talked about him much because I think he's probably a little bit overpriced, but I do think he's going to have a good season. Uh, I think it's going to be closer than that. I'm I'm thinking a three-two to Chelsea or at least a uh, two, you know, a two-one or three-two. I think uh, Brighton will score or at least going to be really tough at the back. Um, so I, I definitely think Brighton are going to be a, a much tighter unit at the back. But for, for me, Chelsea have got the absolute firepower this season. You know, and it, it, it sort of depends how Chilwell's injury goes because I'm I'm keen to see him come. Well, to be honest, they've got Marcus Alonso, and he's probably even more of an attacking threat if yeah. just a little bit of a liability at the back. If he's your second choice left back, you're in a very very good position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, it'll be it'll be three one Chelsea. I think Werner will score a couple on his debut. Mm-hmm. You have someone like. Um, if Pulisic is fit, I'm not sure if he will be, but he's someone who can change the season around. Yep. He'd be um, he'd be a smart person to look after the long term as well. Absolutely. And Sheffield Wolves rounded it out. Um, it's going to be a tough one, but I think Sheffield will do it at home. I haven't bagged the home ones, but like I think Sheffield will. See, I I feel like this is going to be a really dull game. Unfortunately, they're both solid teams, but they're also, you know, they're, they're sort of like going to butt heads against each other. I think I think it's going to be something like a nil nil. Maybe one nil to to Sheffield. Hmm. I've got one nil Wolves. I think it's going to be a real horrible stalemate mm. game. Yeah, um, but you can't you can't knock Raúl Jiménez. No, you can't. That's he true. will he will score. And Traore, you know, he is the most picked. What six five point five midfielder? 6.5, I think he is literally the most picked, and like for good reason. Yeah. Traore and Jiménez will turn up but like Troy didn't really turn up at the latter stages of you know project restart um and so I'm I'm not convinced I have yeah, to see it. I have to see it to believe it I'm not convinced by Traore either honestly I, I think for six and a half you can get a lot of decent players that are probably going to play more consistently and that people don't have you know it's all about getting the one that someone you know that you know the majority don't have and you want to be climbing the league 
on the flip side though if everyone gets them in and you don't you'll end up like me down the bottom of the table <laughs> this this yeah, is but you've got you've got Pereira Jez you need to remember that no one else is going to have him no one true for good reason man I like to I live want Vander Beek. I'm sorry. I'm, I want Vander Beek in there, but I just don't know if I can James, justify we're, we're talking about fantasy, not your fantasies. Come on. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, he should be in your team. I think he will turn it up. And he is, you know, just that little bit cheaper than Fernandez. I would just that little bit cheaper or three and a half mil. You know, worth it. I wholeheartedly disagree. I think, I think he's going to be good. Don't get me wrong. But again, for 0.5 more, you've got Greenwood. I think Van der Beek's going to be a good player, but I also think he's going to get rotated a little bit with Pogba. I I don't see him starting every week and contributing or being the main contributor to that team every week. He's def- he's definitely not going to be a bonus point machine. It's going to be Fernandez. It's going to be, be Martial, Greenwood, and Rashford. I'm, I'm glad you points. just mentioned that last name because we haven't talked about him the whole the, this whole uh, session. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think. So, um, I, I, I can't see Rashford fitting into fitting into my side this year. He's not the main man for United anymore. I'm probably going to have two United players. It's going to be Fernandez. It's going to be, if I get someone else in, it's going to be Martial or Greenwood. So I'm I'm going to go for Rashford, without a doubt. Wow. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go See for you Rashford. down the bottom. You know, and he, you know, he's not a striker anymore. He's, he is in the midfield and I'm going yep, to maximise. Right. I'm going to maximise on that. And I... And like, though his work ethic is, you know, unparalleled, I feel. And but you've so, got to think, he's, he's not playing up top anymore for United. He's more playing as a winger. They're playing three three across the front, but really only Martial is stepping in yes, but to that striker who, position. Yeah, and United love to play a winger. And he's going to yeah. start, he's going to play. And you tell Rashid that he's not going to score. Go on, tell him. Do you know what? So... Side note, Marcus Rashford is a phenomenal human being. Yeah, correct. It's yeah. just everything that he's doing for the community, completely unrelated to that, but I just thought it's worth mentioning. Yeah, absolutely. Marcus, Marcus, we know you're listening. Come on the podcast. We love you. Yeah. Amen. FPL, after hours, FPL faff with, you know, <laughs> Jess, Jack and Jim um, to chat more shit and to keep um, Jim entertained when he listens back. <laughs> Actually, I think at this stage, it's probably worth saying, again, I'm anticipating we're going to have millions of people wanting to follow us. We will be on Twitter, Instagram. We're going to be uploading these Spotify, subscribe. We're going to, we're going to do it properly. So if you want, we, and, and, we'll, and we'll be doing it weekly as well. So yeah, we'll be absolutely. looking at the game week ahead. Uh, we'll be discussing injuries. We'll be discussing form players, differentials, people who... If, you know, you might want to jump on a bandwagon early, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and of course, all the players, all, all, all the players that people are jumping on the bandwagon, which are clearly the wrong moves to make. We love uh, calling out those people. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah like Pereira. Good. Like, who the hell would choose Pereira? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but yeah, it, it's going to be more interesting when we have a little bit more to say. We you know when the season kick starts again, and I can't say that I'm going to be any better at speaking um, going forward. So you know. Yeah, he, he's not using a speech jammer, just so we're all aware. Mm-hmm. Um, it, <laughs> you can so, auto-tune me, right? Oh, Jesus. I'd, I'd like somebody listening to auto-tune, Jim. That would be, <laughs> be the highlight of my life. So it, just to reiterate what Jack said, if you want to follow us on the socials, hit us up at FPLFAF. If you just want to tell Jim that he's got a, a shit accent, he follows a shit team, or 
his insights are shit, please Out- do. Outrageous. But yeah, please do. And uh, any bants, love the bants, 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 bants. Um, yeah. Yeah, this has been good. See you guys next week. Fantastic. Thank you, everyone. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Later.